0: So, when does Tisha B'Av begin this year? When does the fast start? So, in a typical year, when Tisha B'Av does not fall out on Matzah Shabbos, so then at sunset of Erev Tisha B'Av, we start keeping all the halachas of that day. And you don't know more eating, sitting on the floor, not wearing shoes anymore. But the question is this year, when Tisha B'av, when we keep Tisha B'Av Matzah Shabbos, when we observe the halachas of Tisha B'Av Matzah Shabbos, so when does it start? If you start at sunset, so then it would be a design to Shabbos, to not be wearing shoes, to be sitting on the floor, but to st- to keep eating after after sunset so it's already suffocated to Shabbat. So what should, what should a person do? So Halacha Lemaissa, we are machmer for both. When it comes to eating or drinking, we avoid it. Once sunset hits on Shabbos afternoon, one is no longer able to eat or drink. Even if you already started your meal, Halachas you have to finish, you cannot continue eating. Other other, other halachas. So if it's bitsina p- nobody sees. So then, once you keep the halachas of tishabav at that point. However, befrahesia, a person is not allowed to mourn on Shabbos befrahesia in public. So therefore, sitting, or not wearing or wearing tishabav shoes, sitting on the floor would be would be a problem on Shabbos. So therefore, we wait up until teisikachavim to start keeping. Those halachas. There's a question, interesting question brought up on the pricing. Let's say a person used the facilities. Can they wash their hands? We know there's an iser of, of of bathing, of washing on Tisha B'av. So they say if it's if a hesya, so then people will notice that you're not washing your hands your typical way. So halachas, you're allowed to wash your hands upon uh, leaving the bathroom in the typical way. On Tisha B'av itself, we'll discuss this maybe a different year, you know, how you're allowed to wash your hands. So obviously, Azuma to get rid of dirt, to get rid of sweat. Anyways, would be mutter, but it wouldn't be your typical washing your hands. That you would do on a regular Shabbos. <clears throat> okay, so at what point does a person take off her shoes? So there are different customs, different Minhagim and cholesterol, Exactly what to do with your mutter Shabbos schedule. So the way, I, I you know I grew up in New York. The typical shul setting was that. Marav was scheduled, you know, 15 or 20 minutes after Tzayzik Chavim, So everybody would go home, would be eating inshallah at home. Then you'd sit around for 45 minutes. Maybe you look up something on the Kinnus, learn something that has to do with Avelas. And then, when Tzayzik Chavim hits, you would say, Baruch when you say, Baruch amavdal. so now you're allowed to do Malacha. Then you would change your shoes and your Shabbos clothing. You would take off your suit and tie, perhaps wear, you know, something that's not Shabbastic, but Put, put together, not to wear uh, something that's not becoming to go to shul in, but you take off your Shabbos begadim, then you would come into shul with your crocs and with your typical clothing, your typical weekday clothing, and you'd be able to carry, do malacha, drive to shul, because it's already after tzitzik and then they would have marv. But I noticed that in other communities, the minig is not like this. So in, in camps or yeshivas, if they if they're still around, if yeshiva still have yeshiva on tishabav what they'll do is that everybody is there anyways. So you'll just change your shoes after baruchu, and I saw some shuls do that as well. It could be because the schedule is too late. They don't want people coming, you know, trying to get back to maariv on time. They're not going to get back. So therefore, they have maariv right after seisikachavim. So you don't really have time to change, and you can't change into your. Tisha B'Av shoes on Shabbos itself. So perhaps after Baruch Hu, as the Ramah writes, they will change their shoes into their Tisha B'Av shoes right after Baruch Hu. But in, in, unless they have a lot of changing rooms in the shul, what ends up happening is that they are wearing Big Day Shabbos on Tisha B'Av. So most of the places say one should not do that. One should not wear Big Day Shabbos. How could you eat echa while you're wearing Big Day Shabbos? But I saw, especially in the Bavitcher circles, they bring down some type of custom. They try to Tied into some of the Shittas and Nachornim, that one should not remove the Shabbos clothing. Maybe once you're wearing it, it's fine. Similar idea to a bris milah, but clearly the Ramah does not hold that. The Ramah says that a person should take off his shoes uh, after after Baruch, but definitely Yesh So, obviously, the most important thing would be a person should not go against whatever the, the community practice is, as we always mention. It says in the Seftus De "Alti it's Yashvin Yashvin. So as long as there's some shita in the, in the Paiskim to rely on, one should definitely go with the minor HaMakram, whatever it is. If everyone goes home and changes, then they come back, so do that. If nobody, if everybody's wearing Shabbos clothing in Shul on, on Matzah on Shabbos during Eicha, okay, so go with that. Wear your suit and tie like everyone else. Okay. <laughs> There's another minna we have on Tisha B'av is to remove the pareches from the, from the aron, in shul. So that we do after baruchu. They don't do that before baruchu because it still has some type of kedusha, of Shabbos. There's a question in halacha. When is a person allowed to do malacha? When are you allowed to do work much of Shabbos? When are you allowed to do what we would what we were asked for up until that point? You know, we this whole Shabbos. So we said that once you make Havdalah then, you're allowed to do malacha. So there's. Two ways to do Havdalah. The Iker Havdalah is through dibor by saying baruch hamavdil or by saying atah during shemun esrei. After that point, one is allowed to mulach, allowed to drive. However, one is not allowed to eat until you make kiddush. Sorry, make ala kais, Until you make havdala on, on a kais, on a cup of wine, a cup of grape juice. So one is not allowed to eat, and it's a lack of cover to eat before. The Havdalah the similar, Halacha, to eating before kedish So the question is, if a person is not fasting, so what do we do? Everyone who's fasting on Tisha B'Av, is able to fast, should fast, and then, let's say Tisha B'Av, you make Havdalah. So what if you have to eat before you make Havdalah? Right? The person, is a chayla, will get to Halachas of Chayla, so when exactly should you make Havdalah? So although some Rishonim learn that there, are, there is no chiv of Havdalah on Tisha B'Av, and therefore, you're allowed to eat without havdalah. Most of the and Paskin that no, if a person, if a chayla has to eat on Tishab, they should make Havdalah. So the question is what type of havdalah should they make? So we do not use besamim on Matsu Shabbos, that's Tishabav, it's not a Bracha, perhaps it's some type of tainug. We avoid that on Tishabav. However, everyone makes Havdalah on Aish, even if, even in Shul. Well, you don't, they don't make havdalah at kai's. So after Shemona before they start Eicha, if Tisha B'av is much they'll say the bracha of Bayrei Ma'ari Ha'Eish together with Tzibur. So if a person is making havdalah at home, for himself or for his wife, so then you would make the havdalah and you would also say the bracha of Eish, but you would skip the briches Havasamim. There's a question in the Piskei: should a, should a lady make? Should a isha make havdalah for herself? So what pshat? What's this discussion? Why can't she make havdalah for herself? So there's a machhoikis in Hilchas Havdalah, just on a regular Shabbos. Are women chayiv in Havdalah? On one hand, you could say Havdalah would be a mitzvah sasesh as It's a mitzvah that's dependent on time, and we know that women are pater from mitzvahs that are dependent on time. So she should be pater from ha- from, ha- from Havdalah. On the other hand, the same way women are chayiv in Kiddush, because we say Zachar vishamar, that we compare anyone who's chayiv in Shmira Shabbos, women are chayiv in Shmir Shabbos, are chayiv in Zechira Shabbos. So some of the places say that anything that's a positive commandment, or even a mitzvah derabbanon. On Shabbos, women are chayiv in, just like they are chayiv in Shmirah Shabbos. So we have machlokas in Hilchas Avdala. Therefore, we paskin that it's better if she's yitz with someone who's definitely chayiv. That's the uh, general general psak in Hilchas Avdala. However, lehalacha we paskin, if a person, if a woman cannot hear from from a man who's chayiv, who's for sure chayiv, she could definitely be mitzvah herself because. Even if women are putter of mitzvahs ase, she let's say, by a lulav, or by a shayfer. Still, if they want to be behind this mitzvah, they are allowed to. Women can definitely make havdalah for themselves. They can make kiddush for themselves. They are definitely allowed to make avdalah for themselves. However, there is some type of hider for men to make havdalah for women. So let's say a person's wife is uh, is not fasting. She's a chayla. So it will be better for her husband to make havdalah for her Obviously, he cannot drink it if he's fasting on Tisha B'Av, but he should make Havdalah, and she should drink the required amount for Havdalah. There's a question exactly what type of chayla, chayla is pater from fasting. So, <coughs> when it comes to fast days, the halacha is that on Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is a of is a daraisa. So there are no exceptions. The only exception would be pikuach nefesh. If someone is in a situation where it might cause death if they do not eat, you have to ask a doctor what exactly that would mean. But that's the only time one is allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. When it comes to the tannishim that are Midrah b'nein, even Tisha B'av, the halacha is that chaza were not goyzer or tanes. They did not decree on a fast day on people that are sick. Why, why would they even? Why would they make us fast if we can't? If we're sick? So therefore, we know the Gemara tells us tells us that. They were never on someone who's sick. So what falls into the category of being ill? So, Rabbi Shafenstein has a chuva, and it's quoted uh, of uh, Shmuel Kamaletsky, in the Sefer says the same the aside. That anything beyond your typical fast day illness, let's say every time, let's say a person fasts, and they know that they get certain headaches, typical fasting headache, which an hour after the fast, they're fine, they're back to normal after they had their, their coffee. So that, Rav Moshe says, is not called a chayla. But anything beyond that would be considered a chayla, and they'd be allowed to eat even on Tisha B'al. I just want to point out from my couple of years' experience, you know, in just dealing with people, halacha shaylas, in this situation, I would definitely recommend someone speaking with a rav, because sometimes people are way too machmir, and other times people are way too mekel, that they think anytime they just they have a little headache, so then they don't fast. Or some people are so machmir, they're waiting to... Uh, I don't know, they're to go to the emergency room before they'll eat on Tisha B'av, or on a Shabbat Shabbat even. So a person should just speak with a Rav, once in a while at least, about this, try to figure out how you fast, and if you are typically in the gather of a chayla, there's another discussion in the game. if a woman, or even even a husband, a wife, if a father or mother, if they know that because of the taking care of children, they, they will not be able to fast, there is a discussion, maybe they should Hire a babysitter for a couple hours, or that would help them fast. One should discuss that with a Paisik to see their their own financial situation if it's something they typically spend on for other things. So perhaps Tisha would be something to spend on, but halakhali, you cannot see their hive to spend money, but it's something to to consider. So that's why I definitely recommend someone speaking with a Paisik about this, about fasting and not feeling well and taking care of children. And all the details. Perhaps they shouldn't go to shul if that's gonna, if that's gonna, you know, not allow them to fast. Different considerations that one should definitely speak with the paisek. But if a person is a, uh, is a harla, so the question is, do they? Uh, so the question is, what do you do with Havdalah? And that's our psak basically that they have to make Havdalah prior to eating. That's the psak of the shul of the, of the mishabura, and most of the paisek can hold. I think the Mishuk says this as well, that one would make havdalah prior to eating. There's a discussion about young children. Young children that are not fasting, do they have to make havdalah? So many of the priests can want to say that really, young children are not really high. It's only because of chinach. But chinach is only when they get older that they should do certain things. But we're not going to train them that they should make havdalah on Tisha Other priests can say no, that havdalah before eating is a constant thing every single week. You have to make havdalah before you eat. So, I would say, as a in the so I would say it like this: If a child understands how to make avdala by themselves, they're eleven, 11, 12 years old, a mature child. So yes, let them make avdala. But you can tell a six-year-old to make avdala; the whole thing's going to be a joke. It's better not to. Even if they're they're chinuch, they know what avdala is, but making avdala themselves. So it's better to just go with the shmir shabbos kol who Paskins that for ketanim they don't have they do not have to make avdala prior to eating on. On uh, on tisha B'av that uh, falls out on Sunday, so Merit Hashem, tomorrow we'll wrap up our our discussion on on the halachas of the three weeks. We'll touch upon the halachas specifically negiah 2 this year. Where Tishah B'av is really observed, the tenth day of Av. So there are, are many halachas that are that are applicable. Even the tenth day of Av on a typical year, Matzah Tishah one should not do certain activities. You have to wait until the next day. So we'll talk about do those apply this year.